For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in Winning Cures Everything. It is Monday, March the 8th, and my brother... We are six days away from having a break. Now, it was this week, uh, last year, that everything just stopped. Right. So, when I say that we're going to have a bracket, I don't know that. Because <laughs> we, we were this excited at this time last year. So, who knows what's going to happen. But, uh, but hey, it is what it is. Casey said, let's get this money. He has jumped in on YouTube. Everybody else can jump in as well. Uh, oh, did I ever do introduction? I'm Gary. I'm Chris. That's a- <laughs> my head is so uh, it, flustered with everything else going on. Um, if you would like to join the show, you can do that. We are on Periscope, Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube, live on those platforms. Make sure you subscribe if you have not. Like the videos, all that good stuff. Share it out. Tell your friends about it. And if you want to jump into the chat, you can do so on those different platforms. They will populate right there on your screen in the bottom left-hand corner. Doesn't matter which one you're on, it'll all pop up there together. We can all be a part of this show at the same time. We've got a lot to discuss today. Obviously, conference tourney picks. I've got five, I guess, five of the big ones, I guess. The AAC, I guess we'll consider that a big one. The Big East, I know, is a, a power six in basketball. Not going to talk about Pac 12. Either way, we'll, we'll get to all that. Bob Stoops, we're going to talk about him. We're going to talk about the Seahawks cutting Carlos Dunlap. That is one of the first of many cost-cutting moves that the NFL will have over this week. Um, lots to discuss with that, of course. And Chris heard some interesting stuff about the March Madness media bubble, and I uh, I don't get it. So we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll figure it all out. If you would do us a favor, go to winningcureseverything.com. And if you want our college football gambling content, you can find it over at sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF or just search us out on YouTube, SBR Picks. We have a weekly show over there discussing all the latest news in college football. It's one time a week and uh, and sometimes, once we've got big events coming up like the NFL Draft or the season itself, we will be doing much more than just one show a week. So head over there, make sure you subscribe there. Um, I'm looking at... Pro football talk to make sure that there's not anything that has broken. 
but uh, it looks like we're okay. Looks like we're good. So, anyway, Chris, uh, first off, how was your day? Uh, it's been okay. It's been busy. <laughs> Chaotic. Crazy. Taylor uh, said that he is uh, listening to us from his local Hooters. Good boy. I feel like, you know what, at one point on this show, we did a, a ranking of uh, restaurants. you remember that? I do remember that. That's I, I can't remember where we had Hooters ranked. Uh, you had them pretty high, maybe the highest. Maybe I think so. And now I'm I'm obviously but you're biased. biased. That's where I met my wife. So, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, there's there's some other Twin Peaks is really nice, all sorts of stuff. So, but yes, if you can listen to us on a Monday from your local Hooters establishment, uh, kind of a fan. That might be where I need to go watch the NCAA tournament next week. But we'll see. I don't know, Chris. You and I need to figure out uh, what we're gonna do. And, uh, and if we just going to watch that stuff together, because I'd be totally yeah. down. Totally so down. So may, maybe we need to do some live shows. You think we need to do that? Yeah, maybe. Well, you know, we'll figure out the schedule. We'll, we'll do it all. We'll figure it all out. So either way, let's dive into topic number one, and that would be conference tournament picks. Now, I'm going to start off, and we will we will roll with the the first big end, and that is the ACC tournament that starts tomorrow. And I got to tell you, um, looking at the odds, yesterday Georgia Tech was a plus twenty five hundred uh, underdog, and today they are plus six hundred. Have you ever seen a team jump like that? No, I'm looking at Vegas Insider, and Vegas Insider's got them at sixteen to one. So it's plus sixteen hundred. There are the the book I, I was using my bookie. There are okay. obviously multitudes that you can find. Now I, I'm going to give out the odds that I got these at. I've already bet them, so obviously it might have changed. This was like two hours ago that I bet these, but I'll give you my reasoning for why I'm doing it, etc. In, in the ACC, I'm going to bet North Carolina at plus seven fifty. I now what does Vegas Insider have them at right now? Plus five fifty. Plus five fifty. Okay, yeah. so I got them seven fifty. Uh, if the seeds hold, they will play Notre Dame, Virginia Tech, Florida State, and Virginia. Now, obviously, I expect there to be some upsets here and there, or whatever. That's right. But uh, if you're telling me that the highest seeded teams that they are going to play, they've beaten all of them except for Virginia, and they played them close. Yeah. I, I mean, count me in. Like, I, there's nobody that scares me in the ACC. Now, if I'm not going to take chalk, then yeah, yeah, I think I think uh, North Carolina is probably the right the right play. It's the it's the one I like the most as well. But this is one where I'll almost, I just I kind of think Virginia is the best team. Well, that's Casey jumps in. He said ACC tournament. I love Virginia. They are the best team. But I'm rolling with Louisville. Yeah. Um, Louisville, I did they. Every team in the ACC has been so inconsistent. Well, yeah, every I, yeah. most every team this year has been that way. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Nikki Blackburn said, "Can't wait to see that Baylor coach again this season." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> cheers to that! Cheers to that! Um, I just, I, I, the the tournament for the ACC is in Greensboro, North Carolina. It's kind of a home court advantage for North Carolina and Duke. Um, probably more so for North Carolina in this instance. I. I'm going to roll with North Carolina. Casey said, I love Georgia Tech, too. Yeah, a lot of people are on that Georgia Tech bandwagon. Like, I just, yeah. I can't. 
That's that, that's probably the trend pick, but yeah, good they, odds. If you can get the sixteen hundred, that's awesome. I'm sure that's why it's jumped. By the way, oh, absolutely, because everybody's betting it. Oh yeah, nothing, yeah, yeah. nothing in the game has changed. Georgia Tech has won. Uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven straight. Um, they lost to Virginia, um, and they had that game won. Basically, they ended up losing by eight, but they they had it won, um, and they just fell apart in the last few minutes. Uh, Clemson, they lost two by two before that. So they, you know, they're sitting at 15 and eight, really 15 and six. If you take out the November games against Georgia State and Mercer, which Passner completely uh, screwed that up. I mean, just yeah. totally screwed the pooch by, by not allowing contact at practice before that. But um, <laughs> McKinnon jumps in and said, no one gives a damn, but I'm having a shitty Monday. Y'all just made my day a shitload better, gentlemen. <laughs> Well, McKinnon, we appreciate that, for sure. Uh, Casey said Clemson is a nice sleeper. Yeah, Clemson's been okay, um, but I don't trust him. And he said the only thing that scares me that uh, is that Louisville has to beat Duke for the third time this year. I, I don't think that's going to be an issue this year. I just I, Duke's not very good. Uh, Georgia yeah. Tech, the, the issue there, everybody wants to talk about how they're hot. Georgia Tech has beaten Pitt, Miami, Virginia Tech, Syracuse, Duke, and Wake Forest. I just... None of those teams are are very good. Like none of them are great. So yeah. that's the only issue that I've got. While they are the hottest team in the ACC, uh, I, I will take North Carolina's talent, and I will take Roy Williams as a coach over just about anybody in the conference. Sands, you know, Tony Bennett and Coach K this year. Like it, we're just keeping Duke off to the side. So, uh, but that's that's where I'm rolling with North Carolina. Who would you take? Uh, would you take Georgia Tech or or who are you rolling Virginia? Probably. No, I mean I would I would I would I mean like I said I think Virginia is the best team. I don't like taking chalk. You never get good odds on it. So I would I would roll North Carolina. There they would be my answer. <clears throat> Moving on to the Big Ten, uh, I'm I'm not going to take you know some sleeper. We've got four really really good teams. I got Illinois at plus three seventy. Um, they are mad about not winning the conference championship. They have a worse. So the way that it was set up in the Big Ten. The team that has the best winning percentage wins the the uh, regular season title, right? The yes. conference championship. Illinois went sixteen and four. Michigan went fourteen and three. Michigan has a higher win percentage, but as far as like games back and whatnot, like Illinois is actually half a game up on Michigan, which is kind of nuts. But they've won two more games and only lost one more, so they played a full schedule. Head to head. Head-to-head, Illinois beat the piss out of them last week. Beat them by like 20 on their home But they've floor. only played once? Yep. Then, yeah, I think you got to give it to the head-to-head. Right. I think but, anytime you get in this situation and it gets that close, because they didn't play an equal schedule, you just say who beat who. Well, I just I find it funny that the Big Ten changed the rules for football, <laughs> but they wouldn't change it in basketball. Now, it, and it also affects one of their blue bloods. Right? Yeah. Now, Casey jumps in and says Purdue has nice value. And I do think Purdue is really, really good. They are still pretty young. But I I just don't like the way that the bracket falls for them. So, you know, I mean, maybe, like, because I, I could, I totally see Michigan being knocked out of this thing relatively early. Mm-hmm. I just don't think that Purdue can beat uh, either Michigan or Michigan State. And then... Um, and then have to beat Illinois as well. I just I, I don't see Purdue being able to beat that many good teams in a row. The way that the bracket falls for Illinois, uh, they would have to play the winner of Indiana and Rutgers. 
then they'd probably have to play Iowa in that next round, and then they've got a championship game. I already know that Illinois can beat all these good teams. They've already beat them all. So, like, that's that's where I fall on that. Yeah, but their their odds just aren't good enough. Their yeah, odds, they're just gotta, not, I'm not, they're chalky. They're 300. Like, yeah, that's okay, it's 300 now. Yeah, yeah. It, it was 370 when I got it, um, and no. even that wasn't great. No, but no, I'm with I'm with I'm I'm 100 with uh, like if I had to pick, I would I would take Purdue plus 1200, Wisconsin plus 2000, something like that. Michigan State at th- uh, 3500. Michigan State is is playing probably the best basketball of anybody yeah. outside. So of I mean, you give me Izzo, you give me Michigan State playing at you know at a at peaking at the right time and plus 3500. Yeah, yeah, I'll take 35 to one odds. Yeah, that's that's not bad. That's not bad. I, I know that plus three seventy isn't uh, isn't great. Yeah, but is what it is. Uh, the the Michigan State one I do like that because they they open with Maryland. Then they'd have to play a beat up Michigan team who just lost one of their starting guards due to an ankle injury. He might play. I doubt. Well, that's like, also just going to be a big rivalry game too, though. I mean, just yeah. you know. I mean, they they just played them two times in a row. Uh, beat them once, lost to them by like nineteen yeah. the time before that. Like, you know, and, and then they'd have to okay. play. So Michigan State would have to play uh, Michigan and then either Ohio State or Purdue and then Illinois or Iowa in the championship game. Like, that's a lot of good teams in a row. That That's obviously but why But this is the Big Ten. Yeah. Everybody to win has got to play good teams in a row. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So that's, I, I just think that's a bad reason to pick somebody. Well, I'm just talking about Because like, they have a hard way to get there. They're yeah. all going to be hard to get there because Agreed. all of these teams at the top half of this thing are really good. No, no, you're 100% right. Uh, Casey no. said, I've got Iowa winning the national championship or I would win, or I would pick them to win it. Uh, Casey did say Big Ten Michigan's going to win, but I'm taking Ohio State. Ohio State's lost like four in a row. And I just, they, yeah. they, they're so. super small. I just, I, I don't like Ohio State in, in this spot. So I think they can beat anybody. I just don't know how many anybody's they can beat in a row, you know. <laughs> but that's yep. that's where I stand. No, I, I would take I would take my chances with with Purdue or, or Michigan State and, and and get the get the big time odds. Totally fair on that. Now let's move on to the Big East. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Obviously, Creighton having uh, injury issues. They lost Colin Gillespie for the season. And then his backup uh, rolled an ankle against Providence. He's probably not going to be able to play. They're going to be starting a third stringer in their first game. I have got a long shot in this. Uh, UConn, I believe, has the best odds to to win this thing, right? No. Creighton Creighton plus 200. Villanova plus 300. UConn plus 300. It just dinged on my phone that Creighton reinstated Greg McDermott uh, after, you know, suspending him on Thursday for his racially insensitive comment after their loss to Villanova uh, last week. You know, I, okay. 
Like I, I, I don't love Creighton in this spot. I think there's, I think there's too much going on there for me to trust them in this spot. Um, I am gonna roll with St. John's. I got them at plus two thousand. Yeah, that's what they are. I look. They are eleven and three at home, and this tournament takes place on their home floor at Madison Square Garden. Uh, if the seeds hold, now they're going to start out against Seton Hall, who has been horrible lately, and it's a team that was up eighteen to nothing on St. John's this past weekend, and ended up losing the game by ten. So St. John's handled Seton Hall, then they get Villanova in the next round, and you're telling me that Mike Anderson's defense against the third string point guard that has only played 35 minutes this entire season like are you kidding me so I, i'm taking st john's there they they already beat villanova once uh and then the, all they got to do is beat either creighton or yukon i like my odds with that especially at home at plus yeah. 2000 man like you bet a dollar and you win back 20 like yeah I'll, I'll take that uh casey said big east love yukon but i'm rolling with xavier Man, what's Xavier's odds right now? Uh, Xavier's plus 1,400. Xavier has not been good lately. Like, I think they've lost four out of six, I think. It's, I'm, I'm looking them up right now. Um, they they lost their last two. They've lost, sorry, five of their last seven. Like, they're only, they, they beat Creighton, and they beat Butler, both at home. They lost at St. John's. They lost uh, at Providence. They lost at Georgetown. They lost at Marquette. Not great teams. So, I don't know. I don't trust Xavier. Uh, they have not looked good as of late. But hey, you never know, man. These conference tournaments are crazy. Casey said that's yeah. why I'm taking them. <laughs> Cheers to that. Cheers to that. All right. Moving on, the AAC. And, boy, uh, did we see a fascinating game at Houston on Sunday. Did you watch the Memphis-Houston game? Yeah. I know. I saw the finish, though. That was it. So, it was, it was neck and neck the entire ball game. Just yeah, just the entire game. Uh, Joseph said St. John's is a public dog. Usually doesn't work out. I have not listened to everybody else. I, have you listened to anybody pick St. John's? I haven't listened. I've listened to zero college basketball content. I, I listened to. Um, I heard Jay Billis talk today for the first time all year. That's I. I have not heard anybody take. I've heard a lot of people taking UConn, but I, yeah. I have not heard anybody taking St. John's. So, either way. Um, and obviously UConn with James Booknight back, I mean, he's, he's fantastic. I mean, he's a first round yeah. NBA guy. So well, yeah, um, they're not, they're not, they're, they're, they've got the second best odds of winning it. So yeah, man, it's not, that's not chalk. If you want to take a favorite, then yeah, be my guest. That's fine. It might work out. And they, I mean, they got plus odds, right? So, well, everybody's got plus odds until you get to the AAC. And what's Houston? Minus 120? Minus 140. Minus one forty. Golly, that's crazy. So I, for the AAC, I took Memphis at plus five fifty. Yeah, plus five fifty Memphis. I'm gonna ride with our boys. They, I, I got no problem with that. They have been doing the same thing. Yeah, they have won nine of eleven in the AAC. Uh, their only losses were at SMU by two, and they lost at Houston on a buzzer beater. Um, they would play UCF if the seeds hold. UCF in the first round. Uh, Houston. Well, I guess it'd be second round. Whatever. Uh, then they play Houston in the next round, and then they either get Wichita or SMU, two teams that they've already beaten. Wichita, they beat by 20. SMU, they handled them at home. They lost by two on the road in a, a just ridiculously close ball game that came down to a last-second shot. So I I like Memphis's shot here. I mean, plus 550, like, 
Yeah, it's not, it's not great. Um, it's not plus a thousand, but plus five fifty is all right with me. Like I'll take that. No, 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 that's fine. That's fine. Nobody. I mean, after Memphis, it falls to to huge numbers, but I don't think any of those teams are any good. But especially so. in conference tournaments, the one thing you can really, really count on is defense, right? If your team is really good on the defensive end of the floor, you're going to do all right. And Memphis yes. has got you have the, a chance. You have a chance to go far. Memphis right. has the number two defensive efficiency team in the country. If that's still yes, they do. Now their offense is number one fifty four. But their offense has picked up as of late. So, yep. you know, we'll uh, we'll see what happens with that. In the SEC, we'll move on to them. And, at, well, first, you know what? Let me ask you first. Who, who do you like in the SEC? So there's three teams I like in the SEC because of the value of where you're getting them and the money you're getting them. I'll take LSU at plus 700. I'll take Kentucky at plus 1,600. And I'll take Ole Miss at plus 2,500. I'll take somebody long shot because I think this conference has cannibalized itself. I think they will continue to cannibalize themselves. I love right Arkansas, but if Alabama or Arkansas win this thing, I'll be shocked. Because I, I don't think they're that much better than everybody else. I just think it's chaos. I bet Arkansas earlier at plus 320. Um, so it's 350 now. Well, it's plus 350 because uh, their freshman forward, Jalen Williams, was ruled out of the tournament like late today. Uh, I just saw that pop across Twitter a little while ago, and that's a pretty big deal. He, If you look at his numbers on the season, they're not great because he didn't play early. But as they got better, now obviously they got... Uh, uh, who was it, Justin Thomas back? Um, yeah. They got him back, and that's when they started their run, right? So they've, they've won 11 straight SEC games. I mean, they are tearing through this league. Casey said Ole Miss is a nice sleeper. They, they certainly are. Ole Miss is talented and insanely well-coached. Kermit Davis that's, is great. That's it. Uh, as I, th- I yeah. actually think they've, they've got the best coach in the conference, and I trust that. I, I don't know how much I trust Arkansas without Jalen Williams. Uh, he's not a, a the, super key coach. If you're talking, they went from plus three twenty to plus three fifty. That's that's not a lot, Gary. Agreed. I when the when the next team is plus five hundred behind them, that 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 means they didn't. Vegas doesn't value that guy being out very well at all. So agreed, agreed. Um, but at the same time, I, I think there are still a lot of people that are betting Arkansas to be able to win this conference. And I well, probably I, I had bet them again. Like I said, I bet them at plus three twenty, but. Any of those, like, I, I don't trust LSU because I don't like them on the defensive end of the floor. Missouri yeah, they don't play any defense. Missouri has been insanely inconsistent. Uh, Ole Miss, like, that is certainly a good sleeper. because yeah, it, at plus 2,500? It, if they can score, and they have, they are so inconsistent on the offensive end, but they have this this thing where they can get hot for multiple games in a row. Well, and that's they can what play you need in the tournament. That's what yeah. it's going to take to win a tournament. Oh, yeah. Oh, I agree. I agree. Uh, any value with Tennessee and Florida? Uh, a little, you know, plus 500, plus 600. I mean, it's there. I just, I think it's so much of a crapshoot. I need to get better odds. That's, I I like Tennessee, but man, that you talk about another team that's been inconsistent. Like, I, they've got the most talent of anybody in the league. What I like to do is I like to pick three teams that I'm getting really good odds on and just roll the dice with them and put a little bit. It's almost like playing roulette. Like I'm trying to buy just a just a section of the of the tournament that I like. Or, or okay. like golf. I mean, it's yeah, yeah, picking the same yeah. thing for Masters. 
And then, and then, and then if one of those three, any of those three win, I spread your money out. If any of them win, the payout's so big, it doesn't matter. You yeah. cover everything. Yeah, that's, that's a very good point. The, the Kentucky at plus 1600, uh, I do kind of like that one. I, you know, I, I don't trust Kentucky, but they've got the talent to be able to win it. And they've obviously shown that they can play against the better teams in the conference. They got to get through Mississippi State. State is insanely physical. Like yeah. they, they play defense and they the are thing that coach. worries me about Kentucky is not beating state. It's how are they after they beat state? You, you know, because this is this is a this is a long road to get there, but like the Grizzlies back in the day never could win a playoff game ever. But every team that ever played the Grizz in a playoff game and beat them lost the next round yeah. because it took seven games. To beat them, it didn't matter if they you were the one seed and they were the eight seed. It didn't matter that they they wore you down physically. Exactly like talk about with Mississippi State, they wear you down physically and they just grind on you and they just beat you up so much that yeah, you can beat them because they weren't insanely talented and had very little to no depth. But when you were done beating them, you couldn't beat anybody else. You were you just kind of lost the the will to fight. Yeah. And 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 I I kind of wonder that that's the one thing that worries me about this Kentucky team. I didn't like playing state early. I think they'll get by state, but I, I think they're gonna they're gonna feel getting by state and will they be able to play the next day? Yeah. That's uh I mean it, it Ken Palm has got Kentucky winning that game sixty six to sixty four. Yeah. Uh, pretty yeah. pretty close. And that's close about game. what I would think it'll be. I mean I in a close Physical game at that, yeah. I guarantee oh, yeah. you, it's going to be around that. So, absolutely, I, whatever it is, I would, I would end up taking the under uh, because I just oh. don't expect either one to score. <laughs> True, I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. I don't so, know the number, but I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll just blindly say whatever the whatever the number is. I'll take the under. That's it. Same here. Same here. All right, uh, we will move off of college basketball for a bit. Obviously, this week we are going to be talking a lot of NCAA tournament stuff. A lot of you know, a lot of bubble talk, a lot of favorites, a lot who's going to get the last one seed, all that kind of mess. We'll talk about that more on Wednesday. Uh, right now, let's move on to Fox, the big noon kickoff. They have replaced Urban Meyer, finally. And it's it's our boy, Big Game Bob, Bob Stoops. Now, part of me loves this, but I want to know which Big Game Bob we're going to get. Like, are we going to get uh, the Tequila Hawking, you know, Guy showing up in the in the goatee, you know, all that kind of mess. Are we going to get that side of Bob Stoops, or is he going to be the clean-shaven, don't really say anything, don't ruffle any feathers, that kind of Bob Stoops? Well, I think that's going to dictate if I enjoy it or not. I'll tell you that yes. right now. If he turns into one of these guys that knows, well, one day I'm going to coach again, or I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, so I'm just going to say nice things about everybody, then nobody wants to hear about that. I think – I think if Bob Stoops was going to coach in college football or the NFL again, I don't think that he would have coached in the XFL. Think that's fair? I don't know. I don't. I find it strange that he would have coached in the XFL if he didn't miss coaching so bad. Uh, well, I, I take, therefore, if that miss is there, then uh, there's, it, there's it still no, it still burns inside of him to want to do it. There's no, like, outside stuff with the XFL. Like, you you are coaching, but you don't have to worry with anything. Like, I, I could see Bob Stoops coaching, like, a high school. Like, that's that's right. what I could see out of him. 
Although this job seems like the perfect job for him, right? Sure. You go into the same place every week, spend a couple of days out in California, you know, or you you travel to stadiums, but you don't have to do a ton of research. You're not spending all week prepping. You don't have to do all the recruiting stuff. Like it, you're not sleeping in your office. Oh, well, no, it's yeah. it's being a a media guy is a million times easier than being a coach. Yeah, you know that's, that, that's that was, close. Like your the easiness of your job. Yeah, no doubt. And There's that's, nobody that's nobody's questioning that. That's what Bob was saying when he retired. Right there was all this stuff. His, his dad died at the same age that he retired at, and he wanted to be able to enjoy those yeah. years. And I I totally get it. And part of enjoying, man, if you can make millions of dollars just talking about football on TV, that way you're not out of the game, but you're still connected yeah. to it somehow. Yeah, one day one day a week. That's, I'm totally game with this. No, like, I don't. I, I, don't. I think it's no, great. I, I, hope, I just want, once again, I've seen too many coaches come into this job and they 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 still give you coach speak, and they and they want to say all the positive things about all these players because they see them as kids, and they don't want to be critical of anybody, and they don't want to ever ask or question another coach because they don't want to come across as critical or are um, you know jaded or jealous or anything else, and so they just say nothing. And if you're going to do that, then get the hell off the set. We got plenty of people that do that now. Yeah. And I'm tired of listening to those people talk. And I'm tired of people giving them a mic. The guys that are in the chat, uh, Damien's in, Brown Yeti jumps in. It's good to see Yeti. Uh, Casey, Joseph, all these guys, I would like to hear who you think would have been a good replacement for Urban Meyer. I thought Urban Meyer was pretty good. I enjoyed watching him on Fox. Um, but I, I, don't, I don't know of anybody else that would have been an adequate replacement. I thought Urban was okay. But I mean, you know, he was. O- I only thought Urban was really critical of Michigan. That's I fair. never really saw him really get into anyone else. He had no qualms at all about trashing Michigan. That's, but that's uh, it. That's a valid and so that point. tells me that that's strictly personal, but has nothing to do with your your actual opinions because you didn't trash another school. There's 130 of them for you to pick from. Do you find it odd that that he in seven years he built up that hatred towards another team? Yeah, it's so not like well, now he grew up in 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 Ohio. Yeah, but I just so I mean he grew up. If you grew up in Ohio, they only have it's like LSU. They only have one state school, and everybody's a fan of it for the most part. So I guess that makes sense. And he was uh, <laughs> Brown Yeti said we don't need more kiss asses in the booth. No, God, we got so much of that, man, and it's so awful to listen to. I'm not saying you got to go in there and be an asshole, but when somebody makes a mistake, call them on their mistake. Yes. okay. It's okay to say this person's doing something wrong or I disagree with what they did, even if what they did has worked out and what you want it to do might not have worked. It's okay. I just want to hear somebody say something critical because it's your job is to teach me something. I don't know that there's another coach that – that would be as adequate of a replacement as Bob Stoops in this situation. There's, there's not another guy that was as famous. Yeah. Well, no, Mm, I don't know. I think there are plenty of guys that could do it. If you could ever get Steve Spurrier in that booth or something of that nature, he he'll be a million times better than, than urban would ever be. That's okay. That is a valid point. That's I wonder, I wonder if Spurrier ends up being the guy when, uh, when Corso leaves. No, I don't even think he's interested. I think Spurrier wants to play golf. That's the problem. Probably right. I'll tell you the guy that's the best for it 
that's that a hundred percent now cannot ever do it again and well cannot ever do it period is i'm gonna guess is, less miles is less yeah less would have been the best up until last week yeah yeah you have a, a very he would have 100 percent. he'd had no problems criticizing people but he would laugh see here's the problem that urban has urban urban's not good at criticizing others because urban can't take criticism Urban's so serious all the time. You have to be able to laugh at yourself and understand you have flaws, but Urban believes that he is God, and therefore he can't he can't take the criticism. So he's really tough to give it, and he can only give it to those who he hates. Like less is goofy. Less is I think that's the same thing with Spurrier. Spurrier understands he has flaws. He knows that he's a weird, quirky guy, and he's he does things unorthodox, but. He's and he's totally okay with you talking shit to him because he's gonna talk shit to you. It's it's just one of those things where I think you have to be able to be self-deprecating and 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 have that type of mentality in order for you to be able to be good at doing that as well. There's not a lot of coaches that have that quality about them. Well, no, because it normally is not really a good it doesn't make for a good coach all the time. Agreed. I was thinking about Phil Fulmer. And what, like, obviously, Fox is going to have somebody from the Big Ten of the Pac. Well, yeah, no, no, no. But, but the problem with Phil is, is I think Phil's got great stories, a ton of football knowledge. Phil kind of a little bit more urban and a, and a whole lot less spurrier and, and, and less in the sense of he doesn't seem comfortable in his own skin. That's true. You, That's you true. have to, at some point in time, find comfort in being able to make fun of yourself. And therefore, you've got to be okay to make fun of other people. And you got to be great when other people make fun of you. Yeah. And I, I, I think I think Phil would be bad at that. Football knowledge wise, he's great. But all these guys have football knowledge. That's true. That's it. You you got a very valid point. Uh, Yeti jumps in. He said, "What did Les do?" Uh, we talked about it on Friday's show a little yeah. while. We're going to talk about it again on our SBR College Football Show for this week. Uh, currently, Les Miles is on administrative leave at Kansas. Um, just a lot of. A lot of creepy, not good stuff at LSU. So you, you can go and read articles at any of the the big places. They they've all got articles up on it right now. So uh, Yahoo Sports has got the most detailed uh, Pete Thamel's articles. Yeah, go go read those. Go read those. Um, let's move into the NFL right quick. The Seahawks cut Carlos Dunlap, and in doing so, they are saving fourteen million dollars. Now let me. Let me pull up the da, da, da. let's see. Let me mute the uh the site. There we go. Um so they were likely to cut Carlos Dunlap before a three million dollar roster bonus came due, and that move came today. Um he will be released. It clears over fourteen million dollars in salary cap. Now what sucks is he was acquired in a trade with the Bengals last season. He had five sacks in eight games with the team. He reworked his contract to convert $3 million of 2020 salary into the bonus that now he is not receiving. Um, stuff like this is why like guys don't like to restructure their, their deals sometimes. That's right. <laughs> so, I mean, that's just a cheap way to go about it. Uh, right. I, it, it. It sucks. Dunlap was pretty good. I mean, five sacks in eight games is pretty good. He, uh, he had six sacks overall last season. He has 87 and a half for his career. He will likely catch on with another team, but man, um, it it ain't gonna be for 14 million dollars. 
I, yeah. I would almost guarantee that. Joseph said uh, those eight-year, $100 million contracts make you very comfortable uh, with oneself uh, about job security. Yeah, yeah, uh, except for in this situation where it, it doesn't matter. If you didn't have your best season last year, you are likely on the chopping block, especially when you're making that much money. So therein lies, therein lies the issue is, is everybody wants that much money, but when they don't, when, when their abilities begin to fall off and they're not earning it anymore, they, they don't like getting cut. Yeah. I don't, I mean, you know, I, there's a part of me that fully understands guaranteed contracts. And then there's a part of me that says, earn your damn contract. I mean, I, you know, Jesus, if if you're too good to cut, then, then there's no amount of money that you can pay them. That's yeah. I mean, you're, you're hundred percent right about that. Uh, the Giants, uh, looks like they have released wide receiver Cody Core. Now, they released uh, Golden Tate last week. Um, Cody Core, that, that cuts $2 million for him, so it leaves no dead money on the cap. Uh, the other latest news is uh, the Raiders are releasing defensive back LaMarcus Joyner. He had two years remaining on the contract. He signed with the Raiders in 2019. He was set to make $9.95 million in 2021. Uh, that is resulting in an eight point seven million dollar cap saving. I okay, like I that that's the thing, right? Like, Joiner didn't have his best season last year. I think he's probably worth eight point seven million in a normal year. But man, right now, I, I mean, just, teams are just weighing stock and doing doing evaluations, and do they think they can find somebody for eight million dollars that's better than him? And the chances are is, yes, we think he is good. Can we get better? Everybody's trying to get that little bit better every time. Or or can you take a little bit worse than him for way less money? With like oh, a, yeah. A or, yeah. Or you, or you get a, a, a bit of a downgrade production-wise, but it's half the money. It's $4 million. Yeah. Or and just so now you've got in. two guys that, are, that equal him, which gives you depth. Yep. And that's more valuable than one guy. Oh, Joseph jumped in. He said that was referencing the college coaches, not the NFL players. Um, yeah, eight-year, $100 million. I, I don't know that there's any coach that's got that right now. Um, no, nobody's making that much money. But, you know, I I'd still I get your point. I get your point with these college coaches. And finally, we will close out with this. Uh, relatively short show today, but that's all right because, uh, my God, I've had so much going on. It's, uh, it's pretty insane. Um, the March Madness... At NCAA tournament bubble rules for the media. Uh, Chris J. Billis was on with Tony Kornheiser today, and you listened to it and immediately hit me up and told me we have got to talk about this. I explained to everybody what's going on. All right. So we're we're a year removed from from COVID being in our lives and like shutting our country down. Okay. Correct. We've learned a lot about it. We understand there are some things we thought were unsafe, and now we know that they're perfectly safe. And the NCAA has put together this bubble for the media to come cover uh, the the tournament. Their bubble is so restrictive that almost no one is going to be there. Nobody, nobody with any clout or any any real investment in the sport and in the game. Jay Billis, I, there have been people that have talked about Jay Billis like trying to get appointed like the the head over the NCAA, like taking Mark Emmert's job. All right. He's he's that involved and concerned about the sport of of college athletics, but the sport of basketball specifically. And and he's he's that in the know. And when he was asked, are you going to the bubble? His response was clearly hell no. 
<laughs> we are we are in a world where we are opening states back up. Some will say that's that's too soon. That's fine. Whatever. We understand that if you mask up and you keep social distancing and all that stuff, you can you can do many, 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 many things. Being outside is the best thing that you could possibly do to avoid COVID. And personally for yourself, get you some sunshine, get you some fresh air, get your body moving and, and, and whatever the rules and restrictions are for the media people for the entire month that they are there. They are not, once they get there, they are not allowed to go outside for anything. They will get on a shuttle that is controlled by them and they will be shuttled to the games in which they are going to cover. And then they will shuttle back to the hotel and they are not to leave, not to go to dinner, not to go for it. Jay, Jay's, Jay's request was as when I wake up in the morning, I like to go jogging. And they said, no, you're not allowed to go outside. And he said, well, I'm not, I'm not going to do this for a month. I'm not going to go spend five hours, six hours, seven hours in an arena and then go and spend the other 12 hours, 16 hours of my day or whatever, however long it is in my room for 30 days. I'm just, I'm just not going to do that. When the NBA did the bubble, they still let the guys go out golfing. They still let the guys go out fishing. They still let the guys go do a lot of things together because they were all bubbled together. Like it would be easy for them to rent out a restaurant for a day and say on Thursday, everybody that wants the restaurant just closes to the public, but everybody from the bubble is going to come eat there. Like this would be an easy thing to do. Like, yeah, for you to find a way to, to work this to where it's not insanely restrictive. And they are, they are treating this like it was March 8th of last year. I, so I look at it. We're just going to shut way. it all down. I look at it this way. Brown Yeti said the NCAA are idiots. Uh, so you really are shocked. And China has been open like normal uh, since June of last year. So the difference between the NBA bubble and this one is this is just an open city. Right, so you can go and be around people and whatnot at Disney for the NBA bubble. Nobody was allowed in or out. Like it, that that was it. Like they had a certain time that you could bring your family in, but once your family was in, yeah, that's it. They were You're there that's until right. your team gets eliminated. Now in the NCAA, like it, it's it's a city, and they are doing it at different locations all around the city. So there is a a chance that you can be. Uh, a carrier of this thing without even knowing it. Now, they're going to be doing testing and all that kind of mess, and I, I get it. But the other side of this is the NCAA lost $900 million last year by not having a tournament. And they can't afford to have teams going out in this in this tournament. So, I mean, they've even got it set up where if there is an outbreak of any sort um, in the first 48 hours after they announced the field, they are going to announce the last four teams that did not get, or the first four teams that did not get in. And no matter what the seed is, I think we talked about this on the show, didn't we? Uh, I don't know. I know we haven't. What, the seed, whatever the seed is, say Michigan ends up getting a number of positive COVID cases. They've got an outbreak on the team, yeah. and this is on the Monday right after Selection Sunday. If that happens, say that, uh, say that Ole Miss is team number 69. They're the first team out of the field. Ole Miss slides into that one seed. They're yeah. keeping the rest of the bracket the exact same, but Ole Miss gets to play a 16 seed, then they get to play an 8-9, and then da-da-da-da-da. They, they are setting this up 
Now, they have not announced how they're going to do for, like, Final Four, stuff like that. I would imagine they're going to postpone. If a team ends up with an outbreak, I don't know how you're going to do it. But they are setting this up to where the first two rounds and the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight, like, it is going to be set. Nobody in, nobody out. So after the tournament starts, if you get a COVID outbreak, it's just a forfeit? Uh, Yes. Okay. Yes, and the next team moves on. So it's... It's pretty—I see where the NCAA is coming from. They have to have a tournament. They have to make this TV money because you lose $900 million two years in a row. I mean, you're in bad, bad shape. I mean, they were already in bad shape. But I just don't think you have to do that, though. I don't think you do either. Like, these media guys are going to be nowhere around the players. Exactly. That's, that's the like, other I don't side understand why the guy covering the game is going to be—so so who, who's going to cover the game? Low-life media—low-life, low-level— Media players, not low life. Um, I'm sure there's nothing. These people are all fine individuals, I'm certain. But like low-level media guys, but you're not going to have the people that that have been doing this forever. Yeah. The, the voices we want to hear. I mean, they'll still be talking about it. They'll just be talking about it through a Zoom call. I understand that, but but it's not the same. You're not going to be able to. Get I, the I same just, story. I just think, I, but I, I just don't know that we're you're making gonna... it. I just think we're making it so restrictive. Still, like you can take this thing seriously and still not real. Like understand, going outside is not going to get you. It's not the boogeyman. Agree. The science we've said all along. We're going to follow science, and then science says it's okay to go outside. Then make play the tournament outdoors. Find a, find a court outside on the beach, <laughs> and let's play it there. That's the safest place you could ever play the damn thing. I would I would love it. Yes, would love everybody it. would love that. You know who doesn't want it? The NCAA. Why? Because they don't. They don't. They just want. They want what they want. But they. You know what they're really good at? This is all. This is what this comes down to. And this is where my problem is with them all the time. They don't care about right or wrong. They don't care about is this the best for the sport. They don't care about is this the best for the school. They don't care what's best for the kids. They like telling people what to do. Yeah. They like having rules just for the sake of rules. There's a reason that there was a day and a time where a team could provide you bagels. But if they put cream cheese on that bagel, son of a bitch, you can't <laughs> play football anymore, anymore. Because they like having rules. They like making up bullshit rules so they can tell people what to do. They don't care about safety. They don't care about anything. I don't even think they care about the $900 million because they didn't miss a paycheck. They laid off a couple of people. That's fine. Whatever. They're moving on. They're still all working, right? Mark Emmert's still employed, right? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. do. I agree was, with you. But I, they would have pushed his ass out a window and they'd have hired somebody a lot cheaper than him. I do think it's crazy. Uh, looking at it, so Joseph said, uh, "Just make it virtual and keep it simple." If they're that worried about it, it's only an interview. What well, they were—they're going to be doing Zoom interviews anyway. Like they're going to the be doing Zoom interviews anyway. Like, let Jay go to the game. There's a reason that th- these guys—they've watched the game from from a booth for so long, and now you're putting them at home, and they're at the mercy of TNT and CBS getting it right. How many times have you and I been in a game? somewhere in person and you see something and you saw something that happened on the field, on the court, on the sidelines, but a camera's not there. Yeah. The camera's not telling you what's going on. I mean, it, I can it look down after a kid makes a mistake and I can see how he's being coached up and I can tell you 
do I think that kid's going to get better or do I think that kid's going to keep making those same mistakes? Is this team in trouble or did that just light a fire? Like those are things that they can pick up and they regularly talk about all the time and the cameras are nowhere on them. But now we're not getting any of that. I do find it funny that they're doing this and still allowing 20% capacity in, in the majority of these places. Like, we're going to be so strict, but we're going to still let 20% of strangers walk in the door. I'm okay with the 20% of strangers. I'm not even mad about that. I just don't understand why your media folks have to live in a damn jail. No, that's that's the thing. I'm not worried about the 20% coming in. It's that the media guys, why couldn't they just be considered part of that 20%? Like it, I, Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. I, I, I've basically boiled it down. It comes back to my hatred for the NCAA, my dislike for them. They like telling people what to do. They want to tell you how to live your life. They want to tell you what they think is right and what they think is wrong. And it'd be damned if it's actually right or wrong. Be damned if it actually helps anybody at all. We don't care. Yeah. We made this rule up and we're going to enforce it. That's okay. Again, I can, I, I understand the idea like the it's human nature after you've lost something to be super cautious with it the next go round to make sure you don't lose that nine hundred million dollars again. However, this is definitely uh, way way too much. It is. I would far I would think strong. I would want my media people to be as happy as possible and as comfortable yes. as possible because that's how we're gonna get. Because if history tells us anything, the ratings for this is gonna be awful. It's going to be terrible because the ratings for every championship has been terrible. Yeah. Okay. Every playoff, every tournament has been terrible. The NFL was down, but the NFL is the only one that any on any measurable metric would say it's good. Okay. Yeah. It's a good number. It's still low compared to the NFL, but they're monsters. All right. This is the issue is, is I would want as many media people and personalities there comfortable talking about it, publicizing it, producing it getting word out about this tournament to try to get eyeballs on it. Yeah, I agree. See, that's Jay Billis at home is not doing you any good. You want Jay Billis's ass in Indianapolis balls deep in this stuff. Yes. You want ESPN to go to him for live shots. You want, you want that covered. Yes. So any ESPN will have somebody there. You want, as soon as a big buzzer beater happens, you want to go to him and you want him to be on the court or there in the facility where the team is celebrating. You don't want the team celebrating over here and him sitting in his house. Yeah. Uh, Ryan McCracken jumps in. He said, NCAA should just ban people getting sick. Problem solved. Yeah. Problem solved. <laughs> Problem solved. That's And that's it. That's what they're yeah. doing. They're just, oh, they're such idiots. I don't, I, I don't understand. I don't understand why. It, it's one of those things like the Big Ten where science said at when this thing first started, quarantine 14 days. And the Big Ten says, we're going to do 21. Why? Why? Every country in the world, every doctor in the world unanimously agreed on 14. You want to do 21. Have you seen the why? reports? And so fuck they, them they, kids. That's why. We they, don't care. They did 21 because of uh, the myocarditis. Right? I know. I well, know. On, I know. No, no, no. I've heard the logic. No, no, no. I, I, I got that. But, but what I'm saying is it, you've seen the reports that have come out recently. Yeah, that was uh, complete bullshit. That, yeah, it's like point oh six. Like there's zero science behind that? Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's yeah. ridiculous. I, under, I understand. I fully understand. Every, once again, every doctor in the world agreed on 14. But somehow, the presidents of the of the Big Ten decided we're going to do 21. Because I don't know what those doctors know, but we know better. 
no, we weren't going to have a season. And these kids said, no, we're going to have a season. And we got showed up. And so we said, all right, that's yeah. fine. You, you're going to have a season if you can keep from getting this virus. And but if you get it, we're going to shut your team down for three weeks. And and all of the Big Ten stuff, we're going to we're going to hide it behind this. Oh, yeah, that's that, right. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, Matt Miller jumps in. Damn, no Big 12. Love for college basketball. You must hate greatness. No, I I just believe Baylor's going to win the tournament. So yeah, that, I was about to say, that's about. the one. That's the one conference that I couldn't find a dog. Yeah, every every other one, I found one that I like that I would play. Um, it doesn't mean I think they're going to win it, but I just don't like chalk, and yeah. I I can't even. You can maybe twist my arm and get me to believe that Huggy Bear can do it, but that's just strictly I love Huggy Bear. I don't really believe that. Yeah, that's I, I, just, I don't. I just love Huggins. I don't trust anybody else in that conference other than no. Baylor. So, I think they're that much better than everybody else. Um, Ryan McCracken said, if it was the decision makers' paychecks getting cut, everyone would be allowed in. Yeah, 100%. everyone would be allowed in. That's this is the problem: is the only people that are paying for this, 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 and this goes in college basketball, and it goes everywhere. If all the money, if all that nine hundred million dollars came from the top down instead of the bottom up, Mark Emmert would have figured something out to where they didn't lose nine hundred million dollars last year. You are correct about that. He might not have been able to have a, a 64-team tournament, but I guarantee you he could have found 16 teams, make them quarantined for two to three weeks, and then find an island for them to go play on. Yes. Yes. He would have figured he'd have figured something out, but he ain't missing no damn paychecks, so why should he give a shit? You're 100% right about it. 100% right. Uh, let me go on and tell you guys, capwise.com. That's C-A-P-W-I-Z-E.com. They have got their March Madness 2021 uh, betting guide, and it is out now. It is well. It's going to be out on Monday. Uh, as soon as the brackets are done and whatnot, they're going to put all of their preview information out there and whatnot. They're going to help you get through March Madness. You can use promo code WCE to get five dollars off of this thing. I'm telling you, you are going to enjoy it. They are fantastic at what they do. Ben over there, great dude. Capwise.com, C-A-P-W-I-Z-E.com. The link. To get that is down in the description. Go ahead and check that out. And I have set up the Winning Cures Everything bracket pool. We have got it set up through ESPN. The link is in the description below. Go ahead and check that thing out. Sign up. Get yourself ready to rock and roll. Chris and I will both have ours in there. Um, Matt Miller said, don't trust Scott Drew in tournaments. Tournaments to him are like little boys to a Catholic priest. He's a, he always Fs it up. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Matt, what are you doing? What are you doing? Uh <laughs> You read it. I know. It I, I, I start reading. Like I, I thought people, he was talking about Scott Drew and on the, po- on the podcast. <laughs> and I've never known that happened. Agreed. I just I, I, I saw the thing about Scott Drew. I didn't see the end of it. I, I should have stopped reading. But uh, good gracious, yeah. No, I, Scott Drew. Look, he's never had a team as good as this one, and they didn't get to play the Big Twelve tournament last year. So, you know, I I, I trust him this year. I trust Jared Butler. Like, <laughs> give, give me that team. I will take that one all day long. What are they like? Minus one seventy? Like it's they're ridiculous favorites, and and for a good reason. Uh, it's the same reason why Gonzaga is like minus ten thousand to win the WCC. It's just stupid. So, um, so yes, yes. Sign up for the bracket. Go ahead and do that. Uh, obviously, the pool or the tournament is not out yet. The bracket is not out yet. But go ahead, sign up for it, and then as soon as it hits on Sunday night, you can go ahead and jump in there, get your picks in, et cetera, et cetera. We want everybody that's on here watching and listening and, and just stumbling across it to enter in. We want to be able to have some fun with you guys next week. So make sure that you get it in there. 
<laughs> Joseph said, Gary knows to read all of my comments before he says them, sometimes twice to be sure. <laughs> hey, Matt, uh, Matt jumps in. He said, sorry, I'm family guy appropriate. It, normally, Matt Miller does not jump in with those jokes like that. That's so fine. It's fine, <laughs> Matt. It, it's all okay. good. We all stumble I'm, in, I'm impervious of offense, so I'm sure somebody will be offended. Yeah. It won't be me. Uh, you know what? Uh, neither myself. So, uh, Chris, is there anything else that we need to hit on today? No. 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 All right. Go to capwise.com, C-A-P-W-I-Z-E, and pick it up. Remember promo code W-C-E, and uh, and make sure that you jump into the bracket. And go to winningcureseverything.com, sbrpicks.com, slash N-C-A-A-F. And on YouTube, search out SBR Picks. Make sure you subscribe over there. I think we're over 83,000 subscribers on on uh, uh, SBR, which is pretty pretty awesome because I think Let's we get were... get like 5% of those on WCE. Hey, that'd be nice. That'd be nice. Uh, when we started with Sportsbook Review, I think we were at like 62,000, and now we're at 83. So like 21,000 in just a few months. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, so, yes, we go ahead and keep subscribing to Winning Cures Everything. We certainly appreciate that. But, uh, but, yeah, I think we're going to go ahead and get out of here. We will be back on Wednesday, of course. Conference tournament madness is tonight all through the rest of the week. We got some big-time conference tournament championships tonight. I can't wait. This is the best time of the year. Oh, Chris, I'm so excited. So excited. All right, let's get out of here. You guys take care of yourself. Take care of each other. And hopefully, hopefully, all of your tickets cash this week. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at Gary WCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.